Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are around the world. This is Amber Scotchburn with Parenting with a Twist, and we're doing part two of our 13 Reasons Why Not with Laura Lee Rosano. Welcome to With a Twist, the number one parenting show on the planet. In an era where the majority of children are not asking what they want to be when they grow up, but instead what they want to be when they give up, with a Twist will help you raise hopeful, thriving, engaged, and confident children. Be the parent you've always wanted to be using With a Twist's signature success system. With a Twist is the only parenting podcast that will enable the everyday parent to have peace of mind while navigating the school system and life. Give your child the opportunity to thrive instead of just barely survive. And now, the founder of with a twist, Amber Scotchburn. But I also wanted to, did want to mention the fact that the link to uh, between suicide, because 13 Reasons Why the final episode mm-hmm. is where Hannah Baker takes her life, um, and addiction. And I kind of casually asked Laura Lee that question, and then we were both pretty busy this morning leading up to this, but I did actually go and read some stuff because it was crazy. I did Uh, too. Yeah, so maybe we'll just jump to that one. Um, And um, what what, um, I found is that um, because you're losing your inhibitions when you are taking um, using certain drugs, then, um, you're more prone maybe to do something that you wouldn't necessarily do when you aren't using them. So I know that probably sounds really obvious, but when I read that, I was like, Oh, of course. Right. Yeah. yeah. So a kid that struggles with anxiety, this is going to be like brand new skin. It will be the elixir. They will run after the, the entire life. Um, you know, because if you've got, um, and almost, I, I did you look at um, uh, the stats from Center for Addiction and Mental Health? Is that where you got yours from? I actually went on probably about five different sites and read like studies that had been done. So okay. psychology today was one. Right, yeah. right. And and so one in five Canadians experience mental health and, and or addiction problems. And we know that one in seven will have substance use uh, disorder. So, and, and 70% of them have their onset in childhood or adolescence. And young people, 15 to 24, is where it is most increasing across Canada. So um, we're, we're definitely going to be seeing this in high schools for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, and what I found was interesting in, in one of the um, psychology reports I was reading was, of course, we as a society tend to um, recommend drugs for mental illness. Yes. Right? And yeah. so here we are, we're taking somebody who has a mental illness and we're saying the solution is drugs. And I'm sure we could do a whole uh, other episode on drug companies and what they're getting out of it. <laughs> um, yeah. But what but let's just look at that as the example, because even kids that are, say, diagnosed with attention deficit disorder or whatever, oh, let's give them a drug, right? Yes. So yeah. here we are. We've talked about normalizing it in your own home, but now we're yeah. normalizing it for kids that have, are experiencing mental illness or a learning disability. 
And that's something that's really interesting. Working at Edgewood um, and with uh, Dr. Vincent, he's the leading psychiatrist here on in addiction and mental health on Vancouver Island. Um, we, they started to do studies and stats to follow particularly young men. Uh, younger Young women are more likely to have anxiety disorders. Uh, young men are more likely to have substance use disorders. Uh, that's not a blanket statement by any means. But what we noticed, young men coming into the facility um, between the ages of 19 and 25, particularly, a large percentage of those had been diagnosed with ADHD. And um, they started abusing the Ritalin in early years before going on to abuse other drugs. So Yeah. Well, uh, and, and what happens is, I, I feel, um, and what I've read and what I've seen and what I've heard is that it's been normalized. So like we've normalized it if we have a glass of wine after dinner or yeah. sorry after work and then you know with dinner or on vacations or whatever we've normalized it by saying to your child have you taken your medicine today right for your particular thing yeah that they're going through and I know for my my son who, who I mentioned already um almost every time we went to see a doctor about his depression like behaviors that was what they wanted to do yeah. and we were like absolutely that is not where we where our family feels is a is not a good fit for our family we would like to explore other um, options and opportunities that could yeah. help him through those times yeah so that we don't give such power to a pill yeah. and um, involve holistic because there's a lot of other approaches. Yeah. Well, and it's just, it's normalized that, yeah. right? So I'm yeah. not saying it's right or wrong yeah. for other people, but what I am saying is that it normalizes it. So if you're saying to your child, well, it's okay to take it every day for X, then when they are making decisions about their own life, why aren't they going to think it's okay to take whatever then? Right. Because we've already normalized it for them. Um, and so it's, it's like that slippery slope analogy, right? Where um, we're, we're saying that it's okay for this, but then why isn't it okay for this? And and kids aren't necessarily able to reason that. No. Um, some adults aren't necessarily able to reason yeah. that, right? And especially in younger kids, it would make a lot of sense because we've already then normalized it for right. them. Right, right. Um, um, and I did read a statistics too that um, you're two to four uh, times more likely to have depression if you are an addict. So they mm -hmm. kind of seemingly go somewhat yeah. hand in hand. Yeah. You'll even hear, we, we hear the excuses all the time, well, I drink or I drug because I'm depressed. But if we look at what alcohol actually is, it's a major depressant. So you pour enough of that into your brain, you will change the chemical balance of it and you will be extremely depressed. So, um, you know, it's like the chicken and the egg, what came first, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So yeah. if we're looking at mental illness through the 13 reasons why not, and we're looking at suicide, I'm going to suggest to you that you need to be looking at your substance use and, um, and normalizing it, basically. And why that is, is people with mental illness are twice as likely to struggle with addiction. So any type of, so if you've already been given some type of mental illness, or you've got, you've got depression or anxiety or mood disorder or any of those um, other diagnoses, uh, you know, it's, you, you have, you are at very high risk to develop substance use disorder too. Yep. Yeah. So, 
Um, so just, you know, being aware. Again, this is, we want to bring consciousness and awareness to you <laughs> as a parent um, and, and educators um, as to, in terms of what you could be seeing as some of the signs, um, what you um, can do in terms of if you're not the one who's comfortable talking about it. We've given mm -hmm. some examples of what you could do there. Another example would be, and this is a really great example for anyone that lives in Vancouver or on Vancouver Island, um, Edgewood has a free uh, education session every third Sunday. Um, they've got the coffee on and, and they are a great resource if you're interested just in learning more about addiction. I don't know when the next one is, but you could call them at 1-800-683-0111 just to ask and then bring your kids to it because the kids are likely to listen to someone um, outside of mom and dad with a little more uh, open ears. So I would I would involve them, bring them, bring their friends if they want to. I mean, the more education we can give kids about addiction, not saying it's going to happen to you, but just like every other illness, we need to be um, educated. And particularly now with fentanyl and carfentanil, they are actually suggesting that fentanyl is being sprayed on marijuana. And, um, and that kids could even overdose from that. So I don't have anything stats. I don't have stats to prove that. Certainly it's in cocaine and meth and um, all sorts of other drugs other than just opioids. Uh, but I think it's important conversation now, especially now, that what's happening um, here in Nanaimo and across North America with uh, 144 people dying each day from overdose, many, many of those people are not addicts. They're just experimenting, yeah. right? And um, and we will look at wrapping this up because that is a huge topic and yeah. um, it creates a lot of questions and, and actually maybe I'll see if Laura Lee wants to come back and, and talk about that um, because my daughter even got a, a drug kid at school. Right, uh, so right. That was like a whole can of worms. But what I would really like to leave it is on a, a positive note, which is I would really like to stress suggest that there is hope, right? Mm -hmm. There are places like Edgewood. Um, there's tons of resources out there. So please look at what's in your community. And actually ask your high schools, get in, get in touch with principals and vice principals, counselors, ask them to bring in some people that have had, you know, kids or, or young adults that have struggled with addiction, share their stories in the high school. Let's talk about this stuff. Let's, let's, let's people know that, you know what, even if you are struggling, that's, it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to reach out. There's lots of options out there. Yeah. yeah. And the other piece too, I want to mention is, is your own self care. So, so um, we have dealt, or I guess I should say I, but probably Lurley as well, have I've dealt with people that have had their kids go through these experiences and it's tough mm -hmm. and you really need to make sure your self-care, taking care of yourself because otherwise you're going to go down a slippery slope. Yeah. Um, parenting kids that are have addiction or some mental illness issues, um, you know, or just life in general, right? Take self-care. But in those cases, really make sure you're, you're upping your self-care. Um, I would also want to mention that this last point before we end off, which I thought was interesting in doing my research, was that um, kids um, and people that have taken their life, they um, have shown some signs and maybe have even been to the doctor in the year leading up to it. But because the question isn't directly asked, are you having these thoughts about taking your life, then they don't get that help. So it might be, oh, are you not sleeping well? Or yeah. are you not doing yeah. this? But because the question directly yeah. isn't asked, 
are you thinking about taking in your life? That question isn't explored. Yeah, we ask two questions. Are you feeling suicidal now? And do you have a plan? Yes. And those are really important questions to be asking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And along the lines of a plan too, that was my other piece is that you always just want to make sure you have some plans in your, in your, you know, weaponry of, of what happens if you do start finding these things in the home or you're seeing these signs, you know, because you have the, you pre have the talk then with your kids and with your, with your spouses and with your friends and with community members, then you have some resources already set up. Right. And if you're used to having those difficult talks because I think let's face it life isn't a fairy tale but it is wonderful and it has fantastic moments it also has really difficult ones so if we're used to having those conversations with our kids already um, it's just going to be a natural gateway if not you get to walk through that awkwardness together right man I'm so awkward saying this like I don't you know I don't even know how to say this with you and and just learn how to have do that do that with your child yeah. 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 So there is, there is total hope. Um, and the reason we're doing 13 reasons why not is because we really want people to understand that there is that hope and that we're not, um, idealizing it at all. Right. And, and I think this is really important. I'm on episode four. I asked the 14 year old in our family because as adults, it's easy to write it off. That's not real. Or the kids are blowing it out of proportion or, you know, Oh, it's just kid stuff. Right. But you know what? It's as real to the kids as our problems are to us and I think that's really important to know ask the 14 year old does that stuff really happen in high school because my own experience kids were pretty mean then too but you kind of had sweet and sour Uh, and she said yep it really happens in high school so what you're seeing in that 13 reasons why is really playing out in high schools all over North America yeah yeah so um I thank you guys for listening and um I think Loralee needs to come back because we really just touched on a lot of different things. Um, so uh, thank you very much for being on today. Thanks Lorelei. for having me. Um, and the number that she gave, I'll put in the um, comment section okay. of the post so that we can all have it. And then I'll also put a, just a generic 1-800 number for wherever you are so that um, you're not specific to Edgewood and Nanaimo that you have a different uh, number to call. Yeah. And um, there's a 1-800 addiction referral service for all across Canada. Um, if you, I can get that number for you too. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. we'll post that up there too. Um, and for those of you listening on a podcast, what I'll do is put it in the body of the podcast, um, on iTunes so that you can still get that or wherever Mm. you listen to it from. So it'll still be there. Um, so I just want to close off with saying good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are around the world. This is Amber Scotch from, from parenting with a twist and her guest, Laura Lee. Thank you. Thank you. Great to have you with me today at With a Twist. Please don't forget to give me a five-star rating on iTunes. That would be much appreciated. As well as follow me on Facebook at Amber Scotchburn. Thanks so much.